Hello, everyone, and welcome to a, another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. Welcome back. Another day, another episode. I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Um, the joke is that we're recording these back to back. <laughs> it's a little, it was a little tongue in cheek there for a while. <laughs> uh, anyway, we are back with another episode where we'll be going over four more of this year's year vision entries. Bart, which ones will be will we be you talking about today? Introduce us. Oh, because I already introduced you in the episode we did right before this. Anyway, <laughs> I'm here with Bart. Hello, and I'm here with Alex. What, what? I'm Max, and we are here to talk about... What are we talking about, Bart? Today we will be talking about Greece's entry, Better Love, by Katrin Dushka. So we'll be talking about Serbia's entry, Kruna, by Nevena Bojovic. We'll be talking about no the Netherlands entry, Arcade, by Duncan Lawrence. So good. And we'll be talking about the one that we truly stand the most, perennial Star Spangled Eurovision favorite, San Marino, <laughs> Say Na Na Na, by Sir Hot. <laughs> I'm so excited for I that I feel one. like there's like an ongoing theme where like we will just be rooting for San Marino to the end of time. <laughs> you, they are always flawless. I wouldn't say flawless. Perfectly like flawed. A, a perfect, the perfect amount of flaw. <laughs> anyway, we'll get there. Uh, and I'm really excited for it. But we should start with uh, Greece. So as Bart mentioned, this is Katerine Duska with Better Love. Nothing more to say to back it up when I'm unafraid I've lost enough Go on, hold on for dear life Cause I won't hide it I can't avoid this burning feeling inside Gotta get song um she has an absolutely amazing voice i think that the music video is a little boring so i hope that they find a way to pick up the performance and really make it shine because i wanted to make it to the semis for whatever reason that i at least want to hear her sing it live twice <laughs> um this is the type of song that i have been listening to on spotify all the time um and like jamming to myself I realize it's a little maybe like low energy than some of the other songs. So I don't know how far it would make it because it's not traditional Eurovision, but I love it. I, her voice is incredible. It's so rich and so beautiful and she can still hit that high note. And like, I, I'm, I'm in awe of her voice. The song, I love, I love it too. I mean, it's, I was, I kind of mentioned this during the performance while we were watching the video um, that like it's. It's very unique for Eurovision. Like you don't hear a lot of Eurovision songs are like this, but it is kind of like a generic indie pop song, like singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you track. say generic indie? Isn't the whole point of indie? Oh, indie is that it's independently released, not on a major label. That's what that means. Yeah, but it's, okay. 
I agree. I mean, it's like she definitely has like a very unique voice. It's kind of yeah. that like quirky indie pop song. Like it doesn't really the song itself isn't elevated that much beyond it for me. But like her voice is flawless. Yeah. Like I mean, assuming she sings like three quarters that well on stage, it'll probably be one of the best like vocal performances yeah. of Eurovision. And, and yeah. I hope it makes it through just for that because like she seems like immensely talented and like I thought Max was saying like there's people who it's like even if I don't love this song in Eurovision, like I bet like if she could actually have a follow-up album that would be great where some other artists are like, that was a great Eurovision song, but like, I will never listen to you again. And right. she definitely kind of falls into that former category. So I hope she does well. Yeah. Um, fun fact, one of the writers of this song is actually an artist I really like uh, called Leon of Athens, um, who is just, he's like a Greek singer-songwriter, but um, who I've seen live once. Uh, but he's really good, and I'm glad that he's part of this. <laughs> um, so that's kind of cool. But... Yeah, so I think it's it's just good. It's like a good, pleasant song. Again, yeah, she's I don't, very cute. She's like, very pretty. <laughs> she's gorgeous. She's and if they can like, if she can just like bring that presence that she does in the video to the stage, like I didn't mm-hmm. love the video either. Um, I thought like her styling was good, but the rest of the video is kind of weird. And I don't know if that styling will translate to stage too well. But I think there's a way to stage this where it's like very memorable and very good. Easily can make it out of the semis, hopefully. I think what um, we're trying to say is Greece, like you've advanced, like this is good. You're yeah. on the right track. This is like the first time in a while that Greece hasn't had something like very ethnically Greek. I actually it was interesting to so like we should do more research because typically in the past they've like required that their song be very ethnically Greek. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I assume that changed unless they like changed what they deem to be ethnically Greek sounding. Um, I'm not just kind of on ethnically Greek Canadian music, indie pop way. is now ethnically Greek sounding. Yeah. Like, would listen to the song a lot. It's cute. Like good for them. I mean, it definitely there's a very fresh sound, which isn't what we've always seen for them. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. happy. Great. Shall we move on to Serbia? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so Serbia is sending Nevena Bojavic uh, with her song Kruna. performance she's a great singer i don't i we just listened to it and i do, already don't remember what it sounds like i feel like so the staging is not good like there's not much going on it kind of looks like a windows idol server in the background like <laughs> but i will say like she's rocking that xena warrior princess of like the modern age i'm totally here for that outfit um and killer voice but yeah, if you could like tighten up a couple of like, you know, everything around her, 
I think that her voice, at least for the live audience, will be I mean, very I think, impressed by her. I think she definitely has a presence, right? Like, we're watching it, and you're, like, still kind of... You're, like, watching it, right? You're not just like, okay, I'm now on my phone. But I... Again, I already don't remember what the song sounds like. And I also don't know how this is going to this is set apart at all from like what Moldova and what North Macedonia are sending. And I, during the performance, Alex compared it to Croatia or like Croatia. No, 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 no. I, I said that this was like it, better than Croatia in that, you know, he had the angel wings thing. And I was like, oh, God, what's going on here? I was just like, oh, like this is. But Croatia really yeah, is like memorable, memorably bad, but it's memorable. <laughs> Uh, this, like, I'm not going to even remember that this is part of the competition. <laughs> I feel like this falls into one of the, like, kind of, like, Eurovision power ballad like, vaguely ethnic but not quite traps, where it's, like, they kind of equate a climax with, like, belting out some power notes in a song, but not, like, with any, like, melodic interest or, like, anything else. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, like, yeah. she has a great voice. I mean, like, the most memorable thing about the performance is her dress, which, like, admittedly is gorgeous, um, as is she. But it's kind of just like, kind of just like slowly ramps up until she's like Lady Gaga style, kind of like belt screaming at the end. And she, like, it's nice, but it's like, there's nothing like earworm, like stuck in my head or anything. Yeah. It's like, okay, some kind of sing notes for three minutes. Some sparklers went off and now it's <laughs> over. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a way to like restage it so that it's more memorable. Like, don't go like out there with it right like nothing like too ridiculous but like i think she's got a natural presence that i think can be amplified at eurovision um but yeah the song is the song is a good it's like a good song but i'm not i don't feel much and I'm, maybe it's because i don't speak serbian but yeah that's yeah <laughs> i would just never like think to like watch this and then like vote for it later on yeah. after 15 other songs or whatever yeah. it is like played like exactly it's not gonna stay with me in that kind i of also way. feel like i know exactly what snippet of the song they're gonna use <laughs> and they're like if you want to vote for this <laughs> it's gonna be her doing like the you know like bending down belting out that note and you're gonna mm. be like okay <laughs> cool well that was that was serbia and let's move on to uh, the Netherlands, who chose Duncan Lawrence with his song Arcade. This is currently the favorite to win, although, as we mentioned in a previous episode, odds mean nothing before the staging comes out. So, but yeah, people love this song, and let's see if we agree. A broken heart is all that's left I'm still fixing all the cracks Lost a couple of pieces when I carried it, carried it, carried it home I'm afraid of all I am My mind feels like a foreign land Silence ringing inside my head Please carry me, carry me, carry me song so much it's just it's beautiful like it's just like a beautiful song he wrote it himself like it's his song 
Like it's so vulnerable. He's got a great voice. The video is just beautiful and incredible. Like I've listened to this and cried already. Like it's good. I, I love this. I don't want to take away from I mean, I know it's like the number one in the odds are clearly a lot of people are connecting with it and just listening to it. Like, I'm not going to deny I think it's like beautiful. It clearly has like a very deep personal connection to the song mm-hmm. that comes across. Um, our rule here is that we go by their official videos, watch the music video, but I've also heard it sing it kind of live and acoustic and his voice, like it fits his voice really well. Mm-hmm. He like nails those notes that kind of like make or break it. Um I'm not going to lie, like, I just don't really connect to it in the same way, I feel like. Like, I think it's, like, really beautiful and stuff, but I'm not moved to tears by it. But I kind of, I'm not going to take it off the table because I do think it objectively is a really beautiful song. Based on staging, I don't know if it'll win or not, but I think it is definitely one of the top contenders. I wouldn't be mad if it won. I think it definitely has strong qualities to it. But, yeah, I'm not, like, people have very, very strong opinions (laughs) about, like, how enwrapped they are with this, with the song. Like, kind of... I don't feel that way about it. I'm sorry to say. Um, so I'm going to just concur with Bart. I honestly, I don't think I have like much else to contribute other than when I heard it for the first time, I heard it on um, Spotify. So I hadn't seen the video or anything like that. And I thought it was a beautiful song, but I, it didn't grip me as much as it gripped other people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I think... It's got that it's got that like authenticity secret sauce that people keep talking about as mm-hmm. like the secret to like doing well at Eurovision. Definitely. Because like it is his song. He, like, yeah. he wrote the song like even ages ago, I think before he like knew about Eurovision or like knew he was taking part in it or anything. Um, and like they selected like this song and that he wrote it. Right. It wasn't like they're just like, oh, you you're going to sing at Eurovision, write a song for it. So I think it has that. Like, And this is what, kind of what I was talking about with. Like when we were talking about the UK, how like, yeah, you know, Michael Rice can sell the song all he wants, but it's not mm-hmm. his. And that format that the UK has doesn't really allow that real authenticity factor. Um, whereas like this is it, right? Like this is just like he is singing his own song. You can really feel it in the way he sings it and the emotion in it. Like even if you don't necessarily connect to it, like you can't deny that he's just like, like this is very him. And this is like, I will say- he's putting himself out there and he's being vulnerable and you can really feel it. I will say that um, this did very much, once I kind of found out the background to the song, reminded me a lot of Germany last year that mm-hmm. traditionally also just does not score well, but actually made fourth place mm-hmm. with yeah. um, You Let Me Walk Alone, which was also a very, like, emotionally. Yeah, very personal song. song. Like, yeah, like, I kind of felt about You Let Me Walk Alone last year. Like you guys, maybe like you guys feel mm-hmm. about this song this year, right? Like I was not into it was at first, but like it, yeah. <laughs> when I when I saw it live, like I was in tears, right? <laughs> like I was actually like just like at the even at the semifinal when you performed like the you know when they did the practice, like I was crying. <laughs> I think I think the true difference between the two is like you know Germany last year. It he was very kind of very forward with what it was about. Mm-hmm. The lyrics were, like, very okay. unambiguous. You just knew that he was going through this and a lot of pain. Whereas for this song, Arcade, like, I I didn't know what it was about until I looked it up later. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it still brings that level of authenticity, but I didn't know until I, you know, like, heard from you guys what it was about. And the question is whether or not this ce- the scenery that they set up for it is going to 
give him kind of that image. Yeah. Well, Germany last year also like brought like an LED screen so they could like <laughs> literally like map out the lyrics and what it was about. Yeah, but I mean, even if they didn't, like you, you yeah. wouldn't have to. Like every single oh, no. verse, like is very, very like straightforward. He, yeah, I think he mentions that he's like talking about his dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, in the in the yearning of it. Whereas for this song, it's like it sounds like something I would hear on the radio, and I'd just be like, oh. Okay, it's someone feeling things, but like I don't know exactly. Yeah. Just maybe a love lost. It doesn't. I didn't know that it was someone that had passed. Yeah, I think. Well, Duncan has talked about how it's like about a loved one that has passed, but I think the lyrics are a lot more open to interpret, mm-hmm. like personal interpretation. But then you also have to like go in and like read the lyrics and like kind of figure out what it means to you. Whereas Michael's song last year, Michael Schulte, yeah, um, last year was very much. This is like this is about my dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It's not really open to interpretation. I mean, Duncan, you can bring an LED screen and you know, like, <laughs> well, they might. Yeah, I, they, I think they actually have one on stage this year. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad that this is that people have responded to the song really well. I'm really happy for him, and like, I think this could be a winner. Like, if they stage it correctly, like, this could really hit it out of the park. And I'm also glad the Netherlands isn't sending a country song. I know, I was going to say, I feel like I'm not even allowed to say anything too bad about this because from the front, I was like, if they said another fucking country song, I'm done. We were shitting on the Netherlands for a while. But yeah, yeah, finally, you finally don't send a country song and you might win. And if that, honestly, if this song wins and you never send a country song again, it'll have been 100% worth it in my book. I also love that they, this is the first time in like many years that they haven't picked someone who's like well-known in the Netherlands, Netherlands. Like, he just graduated from the Rock Academy. Like, nobody really knows who he is. He was, like, on the the Voice of Holland, like, four years ago. And obviously, like, he didn't win. So no one really remembers, I'm sure. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's just, like, they kind of plucked someone out of nowhere. And now he's the favorite to win. Which I, I kind of love that story, too. Anyway, for a completely different vibe, let's move on to perennial star-spangled Eurovision favorite, San Marino, who is sending, once again, Sir Hot. We all remember from 2016 and his incredible song. Uh, mm. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't I know. I will. I don't yeah. know if. Wait, we were, no, we weren't doing podcasting at that time. We were not yet podcasting so at that time. So, my description Which? of his song in 2016 was he was making my ovaries quiver with fear. <laughs> like, my internal systems were shutting down as a self-defense mechanism against the song, which honestly was kind of an assault on my body. <laughs> um, but yeah. this one, you know, like, I had a little bit of PTSD when I heard that they selected him, and I was like, oh, God. Um, but, yeah, he managed to not... So let, let's find out if uh, if this song is any less creepy. <laughs> Here we go. You look sad and lonely. Is something wrong tonight? Why this rush to run away? Things will be alright Just be strong and look at me Hear me when I say Who cares that you're out of love? It happens every day All your dreams have gone away No matter what you do Love all colors of this life And to yourself be true Don't forget my number Call me anytime I will always 
always tell you life is beautiful and fine Say na-na-na On the doctor's order way Say na-na-na There's a light for you that waits It's na-na-na Say na-na-na Say na-na-na You're not alone so stand up na-na-na Be a hero, be the rainbow and sing na-na-na Say na-na-na So the song is called Say Na Na Na, but my only reaction is, yes! And out. God. <laughs> um, we stand San Marino <laughs> forever. I was just like, their songs are always objectively, like, pretty horrible. <laughs> but, like, it's fun. They don't take themselves too seriously. The music video is, like, bonkers, as per normal. Like, there's 50 bajillion people in some, like, Blade Runner 2049, <laughs> like Concept City. Um, it's like actually catchy. I don't know. It's music so catchy. Comes off as less creepy than last time, and like, like definitely still creepy, but like, but not like predatory. Like you feel a bit bad. Yeah, I would say definitely not predatory. <laughs> like my body is fine. <laughs> like, I did not have to shut down. Um. <laughs> he just wants you to be happy, and yeah. like, let's to really crappy pop songs like this does make me happy yeah so like it's very so like, like the song is very like 1992 russian new year's party but i'm not mad about it and i'm just like like this song puts a smile on my face every time i hear it right like it's yeah it's just like it's kind of like San Marino last year we're just like this is objectively like stupid but i love it i mean like i would be happy like hearing in the street and kind of like dancing around to it like i don't know how i feel if like say na 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 like i would dance what what i would do i would like maybe just dance like i wouldn't do any of the additional things that we've been talking about in other podcasts in terms of like making out with someone or like chugging intense amounts of vodka but um yeah like I could see you at the club and someone's like trying to make out with you during the song and you're like, say, no, 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 hold off till replay comes up. <laughs> oh, my God. On yeah. that note, everyone needs to stay away from me when Sweden plays because I'm just going to be looking for that long term commitment. Yeah. Once again, we have devolved into discussion about Sweden. Sorry. <laughs> you can't stop. Can't you stop. can't ask me to hold in my feelings. Two more weeks. Yeah. You'll hear our thoughts about Sweden in like two more weeks. I feel like you can probably deduce. That <laughs> we're going to have a gushing conversation about it. Um, but yes, long story short, I'm like really praying that San Marino makes the finals for once. I feel like this is like... They deserve it. One year yeah. they deserve it. Like, there are other, like, shitty <laughs> ballad, like, good quote-unquote songs that, like, always make the semifinal for some reason. And, like, let's just do the fun thing and send this through. I just want them to just, like, keep sending either Valentina or Serhat for, like, the rest of my life. Okay, but Jenny B could... Like, <laughs> like, one Jenny day, like, B should... And Jenny B. Bring, bring the whole band together. And, like, Valentina, <laughs> Serhat, Oh, my God. God. <laughs> San Marino 2020, Serhat featuring Jenny B. And why is Valentina why is Mineta. He the main one? I feel like Valentina should featuring yeah. Serhat okay, and Jenny B. You're right. Valentina featuring Serhat and Jenny B. <laughs> and the robots. Bring the, the robots back. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, we're going to go dance to this for another like 10 minutes. Get our cares. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. 
Um, as usual, you can come and talk to us and engage with us on Twitter at SSC underscore pod on Instagram at Star Spangled Eurovision on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Star Spangled Eurovision. Send us an email at Star Spangled Eurovision at gmail.com. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe. Leave us a rate, a review. Shout out to the engagement we've been getting so far. Yeah. Thank you, everyone who's been following us and talking to us. You guys are great. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.